0: Have you ever heard of the Sunday Scaries? Would you like to know what to do about them? Today we are talking about the Sunday Scaries, the name given to the anxiety and uncertainty and stress and dread that sometimes creeps in for people who work a Monday through Friday schedule at the very end of the weekend. This feeling like the weekend's coming to a close and the work week starting I don't feel so great about it. If you want to learn about this common situation or perhaps get some help for it, you'll want to listen to today's Baggage Check. Welcome. I'm Dr. Andrea Bonier and this is Baggage Check, mental health talk and advice with new episodes every other Friday. I've got to let you know that Baggage Check is not a show about luggage or travel. Incidentally, it is also not a show about the language acquisition of the ape Nim Chimpsky. All right, let's get to it. I'm glad to have you here today. I'm not recording this on a Sunday, but perhaps if I were, I would start to have these Sunday scaries. This is something that I first heard about maybe four years ago from one of my clients that experienced it, and then I started to hear it everywhere. Just like when you're in the market for a car, then you start to notice cars everywhere. It's confirmation bias, right? The second that I started to hear about Sunday Scaries from one person, I started to notice it everywhere because I was looking for it. And I was really struck by how often it afflicts people, even those who like their jobs, and even those who work from home, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I think that one of the things that's surprising to folks is that this cuts into their weekend in a way that it actually takes away from some of their weekend's enjoyment to the point where maybe the weekend doesn't even feel like the weekend anymore by the end of Sunday. So let's talk a little bit more about what it looks like. It's really the element of someone starting to feel dread anxiety, stress, maybe there's nausea, maybe it's starting to get in the way of sleep Sunday night, but you start to feel this encroaching sense of doom. Maybe doom is too strong a word, but a definite unease, a sense of something not feeling good anymore because your work week is about to start. Now, lots of folks have work weeks that are not the traditional Monday through Friday, so maybe they notice it on a different day. I'd say it seems to afflict people the most who do have the type of schedule where you have two days off like a weekend. So maybe if you work in some industry where you get Monday and Tuesday off or Wednesday and Thursday off, then you're going to have it on those days. Or you work a shift schedule where you get a couple of days off here and there. It seems like it's most afflicting people where there is that more definitive break. Of course, we don't necessarily actually have the break. We might be doing something for our jobs all throughout the week, but it's called the Sunday Scaries because the majority of people that have the type of schedule where they have a couple days off and then five days on, they're working on a Monday through Friday schedule. So on Sunday night, you might start to feel this. And I I've been pretty surprised how much I've heard about it across different industries. And I think the other surprising thing is that people really can't wrap their head around the fact that they feel this even when they love going into their job in theory, or they like their job in general, or they like certain aspects of their job. I can't help but think that this is a byproduct of everything just feeling so busy all the time for folks that maybe they get the smallest break from that over the course of the weekend. And then it's like getting back on a treadmill where things are going to keep moving out of their control. They're not going to have a moment to breathe. Of course, the opposite can sometimes be true too. I think sometimes people are really exhausted by the weekend. They are packing their weekend so full that they're not really able To rest and to nourish themselves. And so the weekend is winding down, and there's increased panic that I don't feel ready for the work week because I'm not rested. I need a weekend from my weekend. I need to feel like I'm actually taking a break, and I haven't gotten to do that. I think a lot of people with a lot of home responsibilities might feel this way. Maybe they're raising kids, maybe they're taking care of older parents, maybe they're heavily involved in community work. And it just feels like, how did the weekend pass? I'm not ready. I didn't get a chance to just sit with my thoughts. Or maybe I did get a chance to sit with my thoughts, but I tried to zoom past those thoughts and numb those thoughts and mask those thoughts by scrolling online or whatever it was. And so now it just feels like I've never truly chilled. So if you recognize yourself in this, you are most definitely not alone, Of course, people talk about it now, but I think there are some key things going on that make you more likely to experience this. I do think that one of the things that is going to make the Sunday scaries the worst is if you have a sense of starting off your Monday and having it be pedal to the metal, that immediately you are thrust into a bunch of stuff, 27 emails to return, a bunch of nonstop meetings. Now you might not have much control over your schedule and I get that, but one thing that you can do in order to mitigate this sense of all of a sudden going over the edge of a waterfall as soon as you get to Monday is that you can set aside some time at the end of your work week. So this is like preventative stuff in order to spell out some small and concrete and specific things to do to make you feel more in control on Monday. I think the Sunday scaries are going to be the worst when it feels like there's just a bunch of stuff to dive into, and you're not sure where to begin. And you've got a bunch of that amorphous blob type of things going on. The amorphous blob, that's what I call those tasks that are kind of complicated. You're not really sure how to get a toehold in there. You don't really know what the first step is. You don't really know where to begin. You don't know how long it'll take. It hasn't been broken down into specific components. Get rid of the amorphous blob. Right? And see if you can take an amorphous blob of a task that you know you're going to be dealing with next week. And when it's still Friday afternoon, as you're wrapping up, break it down specific, concrete, small. Take those steps, really, really, really discreet steps that are five minutes, 10 minutes a piece. And say, Monday morning, here's where I start. Maybe you have a special post it note just for that. A lot of folks really feel a little bit better easing into Monday if they have the wherewithal to not have a bunch of things scheduled on Monday morning. Now, you might not have any control over this, but if you do have a little bit of control over your schedule of when meetings are put into your agenda, that kind of thing, don't overload Monday. In fact, ideally, give yourself a buffer. Have Monday morning be a little bit of a ritual in its own right that gets some positive reinforcement. So you start off your Monday a little bit more slowly. You take an extra half hour just to check some email, to get some good coffee, and you start off with a little bit of a ritual. You set an intention for the week, maybe, or you get yourself some nice chocolate Or you listen to some particular music to start the week. This doesn't have to be some gung-ho, rah-rah, I'm ready to be my best self type of thing. But if you just have a little bit of a way of easing into the Monday morning routine that is not all feeling like a vortex of just swirling stuff, that's going to be helpful. And again, you can set yourself up for that on Friday afternoon. A lot of people are helped by even just organizing things a little bit on Friday afternoon so that they'll feel better getting back into it on Monday. They'll feel like they have a nice clean desk to come back to, that they actually know where the papers are that they need to be working on. And things just feel a little bit more pleasant to sit down in. It doesn't feel like your desk was the scene of a crime. And even if you don't work from a desk, but you work in some other kind of context, I think you can find ways to sort of make things feel a little bit more organized, a little neater. And I think that can really be helpful. So prep work is pretty important. If you build in a little time at the end of your week and a little time at the beginning of your week, to plan when you're at the end of your week and to just ease in at the beginning of the week, I think you'll see a little bit of a difference. Another important thing is to not add anxiety about the anxiety. This is something I work with my clients on all the time, the anxiety squared, as we like to call it, or just the fear about the fear, the dread about the dread. So if you're prone to Sunday scaries, that's okay. You can tolerate them. You can lean into them. We're going to have more tips additionally to manage them, but you don't have to now start dreading the dread because sometimes what happens is when somebody knows that they start to feel uneasy on Sunday night, now it starts to creep into Sunday lunchtime because now they're dreading the dread that they're going to have. Treat your Sunday scaries as maybe not as scary we can manage them. And again, we'll have more tools on that in a minute. But I think it's really important to try to not add that layer of dread on top of the dread. So maybe call it something else. Maybe the word scaries just automatically makes it feel too aversive. Maybe you can call it your annoyance or your nag or but like so many negative feelings, sometimes paradoxically, the way through the Sunday scaries to help them feel less scary is to recognize that it's okay that you don't feel perfect in those scenarios. But let's get a little bit more into the weekend itself. Now, one of the reasons I think that the Sunday scaries can be really, really tough is if you're not well rested, because again, there's a little bit of that element of feeling panic that you don't have enough to give. And how are you going to stretch yourself even thinner once Monday rolls around? So it's important really to prioritize sleep when you can. I know I'm a broken record on this, but seriously, there is no component of your functioning physically, cognitively, emotionally, emotionally, Interpersonally, there is no component of your functioning that isn't made worse by sleep deprivation. It's true, we're more negative. We're more hypersensitive to threat. That's an evolutionary adaptation that we have. It makes us see things as more scary. So anything with scaries in the title, like Sunday scaries, is gonna be made worse if we haven't gotten sleep over the weekend. And of course, there are lots of factors that affect our sleep that are somewhat beyond our control. But if you can prioritize trying to get a little bit extra over the weekend, you can buffer that a little bit. So try to plan your weekends more generally, not just in a way where you'll get more sleep, but you'll actually cognitively get more rest. Don't overpack your weekends. I know if you are a parent, you might have jam-packed weekends no matter what. You're looking for cleats at 5 a.m. for the out-of-town tournament. I get it. But... To the extent that you do have control over your schedule, try to have some buffers. Try to build in some downtime. But here's the thing about downtime, and this is another thing that I work on my clients with all the time. There's a difference between downtime that feels passive and guilty as in, oh, I shouldn't be scrolling through my phone, but I'm just so exhausted. I'm just going to do it. And then the inertia takes over and you feel helpless and out of control. And then you're shamed that you did it and you beat yourself up because you weren't productive versus actually embraced downtime, where you say, I am going to sit on my butt right now, I'm going to relax, I'm going to notice my muscles relaxing, I'm going to own this time, if I watch stupid TV, or if I go down a rabbit hole of scrolling, that's okay, because what I'm after is to take care of myself right now. And I deserve this time, you're going to feel very differently after that time, compared to sort of the guilty falling into the passive time situation. Those are two very different scenarios. So plan in some active time of doing nothing. And if active time of doing nothing sounds like a paradox, that's okay. The point is that you're doing it mindfully and you're saying, I'm going to own this. I deserve to sit on my couch and watch an old documentary about America's first daughters, right? Just do it. Schedule it without shame, without apology. And pay attention to your body in it. you will get so much more out of your downtime if you actually help your muscles relax, if you just move your neck a little bit, if you notice your breathing, if you slow it down, if you do some visualizations, if you use your senses in such a way that's pleasurable, you've got a little cuddly blanket or you smell something nice or you listen to some music or you look out in nature. Going along with this can be building in a Sunday night ritual that you actually look forward to. Giving yourself a treat of some sort, having a half hour where you actually take that hot bubble bath with the really posh lavender stuff that you bought yourself a year ago. Watching a show that you're really into and that you've decided to make your Sunday night ritual In some retro, old school way where you're not just binging seven episodes and random hours and then feeling blah about it, but you're actually anticipating it and savoring it, build in some sort of ritual. Treat yourself on a Sunday night to something that actually is anticipatory in a positive type of way. And try throughout the weekend to gain some distance from work. I think it seems paradoxical. I think some people might say, well, the Sunday scaries are really bad because I'm just totally shifting mode from weekend to work. But in my clients, what I often see is the ones who have the Sunday scaries the worst are actually the ones who've been a little bit intruded upon by work throughout the weekend. So try to set appropriate boundaries. And this isn't to say, hey, I'm going to completely ignore my work email and then I'm going to get in trouble, which is going to make me feel worse on Monday. But know the balance and know that a weekend should still have some semblance of being different than your work week. Because I think for some people, the Sunday scaries is kind of the accumulation maybe of peeking at email and saying, "Mm, I probably should take care of that. And it builds and builds and builds. And the next thing you know, your Monday morning to do list is mentally huge. And that's what's scaring you. Instead, if you can try to get some distance, try to gently nudge yourself to say, I've got that built in time Monday morning, I will deal with that Monday morning. I'll be able to read that email in full on Monday morning. Then you're going to be able to actually feel like you don't have to hit the ground running because you know you have a buffer. You know you've built in that time. So do what you can throughout the weekend too to feel a little bit more mindful. Letting yourself engage a little bit more, putting the devices away, letting yourself breathe, having that schedule have a little bit more ease like we talked about. And finally, if your Sunday scaries are so tremendously upsetting that it seems like there's something fundamentally wrong with your job or the way that you're handling your job, it's worth thinking about more structured help, right? It's worth maybe talking to somebody. Is your job really, really not a good fit for you? Is it toxic? Do you have a ton of anxiety that maybe needs addressing in its own right, no matter what your job is? If the Sunday scaries just feel like they're not responding to any of these tools and they're getting worse and they're very physical and they're eating into your weekend and they're not letting you enjoy yourself, they're making you feel sick constantly. They're making you get really poor sleep on Sunday night, which then starts the whole cycle it's really worth paying attention to. And again, you could imagine it could be because your job is the problem. It could be because anxiety and stress are a problem. There might be other things going on in your life where the Sunday scaries are manifesting. The truth is, even if you work from home, that mindset shift to actually being engrossed in work, especially if your work is really stressful, It doesn't matter whether you're even wearing real pants or whether you're in an office. It can be a shock to the system. And so it's worth thinking about how you want to live your life. And if there's something deeper going on with the job dynamic that needs addressing. But in any case, if you suffer from the Sunday scaries or the Tuesday scaries, or the Thursday scaries, the Wednesday morning scaries, whatever it might be. I hope some of these tips have helped. And I hope I've given you something to think about. Thanks for joining me today. Once again, I'm Dr. Andrea Bonier, and this has been Baggage Check, with new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Join us on Instagram at Baggage Check Podcast. Give us your take and opinions on topics and guests. And you know you've got that friend who listens to Like 17 podcasts? We'd love it if you told them where to find us. Our original music is by Jordan Cooper, cover art by Daniel Merity, and my studio security, it's Buster the Dog. Until next time, take good care.